I'm trading with a $50,000 account. I am not gonna fight an algorithm that has $5 billion in buying power. There are two types of trader, the humble trader and the trader that is about to get humbled. Get humbled, get humbled. Because they say that 97% of day traders in the stock market fell. I've gotten more joy and more fulfillment from knowing that I helped that person through that journey than any amount of money can give me. Being able to help people and literally change people's lives, that, that's priceless. I'm like addicted to that feeling. Before I became a full-time day trader, I had a very well-paying job, but I was a slave to that job. They could call me at three in the morning and I had to pick up the phone because I was in yeah. salary. So I was literally a slave, like slaving for money. I would miss Christmas. I would miss my kids' birthdays. You just have to find the right guidance, the right mentor, the right coach. Because if you don't know what you're looking for, you're not going to find it. You know, I couldn't even fathom making $100,000 in one day until I met people that make $100,000 in one day. Something that I don't want my kids to ever say is, I can't afford that. I wanted to say, how can I afford that? Everything is so expensive. Gas is this, inflation is this subconsciously that every promise you make to yourself, you do what you said that you were going to do. Like Ed Milet says, building confidence is pretty much a trust agreement between the person and the subconscious. I want to teach people about nutrition, teach people about mindset, teach people about discipline, also teach people about how they can be independent and get off the rat race through the stock market. Welcome back to the Motivation and Mindset Show with your host, Coach Morphe. What an introduction, huh? <laughs> Our guest speaker today, founder, owner, CEO of Big B.I.G. Investor Group and Easy Fit, coaching for all your health, nutrition, and mindset needs. Get ripped and get rich. The one-stop shop based out of Florida with Israel, Israel, Perez. Israel, Perez. Israel Perez. Izzy and I met in the Army another life ago. He went on and contracted with the State Department at the Kabul Embassy in Afghanistan. That's another episode for another day. Another day. Israel holds a bachelor's in business management with a double major in management info systems. After parting ways from the military, Israel's goal in life is to help as many people as he can reach peak performance in all aspects of their lives, financially, physically, and mentally. Go check out his website, beginnerinvestorgroup.net, if you want to reach peak excellence. In today's podcast, Izzy shares so many trade secrets. Let's start with that. He reveals how the opening stock market bell used to mess with his mindset. I mean, emotionalist algorithms, emotional intelligence, vulnerability, how to check your ego, how to find the support, how to bounce back from a loss, a failure, and a win. Plus, Izzy talks about self-awareness and how it ties it all together and how he's currently changing lives on a daily basis. And if you love this episode, Go check him out live with his members only in his Discord group where he hosts Q&As and no read-only channels here, baby. Everyone gets an input. All links today will be in the show notes below. What's going on, guys? My name is Israel Perez. I'm the founder and CEO of Beginner Investor Group. We are a stock market community for day traders. Uh, we trade stocks 
every morning, every day, Monday through Friday, as long as the market is open. And now I recently also started Easy Fit, which is going to be more of a fitness community, fitness coaching plan, helping people with nutrition. It's also going to be a little more than just fitness. It's also, I will also want to work with people on their mindset, helping people look better, feel better, feel more confident and more disciplined. So that's it. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Let's get it done. When I find something that I like and I'm passionate about, I go like so deep that not a lot of people can match the, like how obsessed I get. That's that's the word that I will use. <laughs> I get obsessed over things. So after, you know, some, being a day trader is, is something that most people don't survive. And it's not because people are not smart enough. The, the problem with that, and that's a, a huge misconception, because they say that 97% of day traders in the stock market fail. People think that it's because, you know, it requires some special skill or you need to be so smart or have a high IQ or something like that. And in my opinion, that's a that's a big misconception. I think that most people don't make it as a day trader because they just don't last long enough in the market to get proficient. It's, it's something that I tell my guys on my on my group all the time. You can buy a lot of things. You can you can buy a coach. You know you can buy a program to learn technical things, fundamental things. But there is one thing that you cannot buy, and that is experience. Experience is something that you acquire throughout time. And a lot of people fail at day trading because they don't give themselves enough time. Being on social media and the stock market community on Twitter. Uh, my name on Twitter is Beginner Investor. You can find me there. Uh, you know, I see a lot of new traders with a lot of frustration and just following other people uh, trades and stuff like that and getting absolutely smoked because at the end, they really don't know what they're doing. So that's why I decided to open the Beginner Investor Group, which is a stock market community. Uh, we have a Discord room and my guys trade live with me every day, every morning. Uh, I trade about probably like an hour and a half a day. And that's it. That makes my day. That makes my day. And, you know, I've, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of people in that community. My favorite part is when they feel comfortable enough to leave the community. Because a lot of things, a lot, a lot of times, uh, there is a huge like taboo on like joining these communities because they think that people like like myself, they just want that, you know, uh, that sub, that subscriber, that payment. But my group is different because I actually enjoy when somebody tells me, hey, is, you know, I'm good, man. I'm, I feel comfortable enough. I'm gonna do my own thing. And I still follow them on Twitter. I keep up with them. And I see them on Twitter, like doing great, taking their own trades because they take that knowledge and then now they are able to use it themselves. A lot of these uh, other groups that they, they just provide entries and exits. Okay, I'm buying here, I'm selling here. But they're not teaching like their guys, why are they even taking those trades? So my community is not even about making calls and exits and entries. It's about the education, giving the guys the foundation. So when I say I'm buying this stock here, they don't even they don't even have to ask why they know exactly why i'm buying it there and you can see on my trading floor where everybody posts 
guys that have been there, been with me for a couple of months, making their own calls, making their own trades, alerting their, their own trades, because they've acquired that, that knowledge throughout time with me. And again, I've only had it for, it's going to be one year old uh, in December. And I've helped, I would say, over a thousand guys that have come and have left. A lot of them come back because besides just the, the actual value, it's also a very supportive community. The day trading community is very small. If you are on social media, you will think it's a huge community, but it's really not in the grand scheme of things. It's actually very small. And as day traders, you know, you go through things that most people wouldn't understand. It's not something that you can talk to your boy, hey man, I took this trade and I feel like this. Like he's not gonna understand what's going through your mind because you have to do it to feel it. And especially when it comes to money, like we as humans are so emotionally attached to money that taking a loss in the stock market can ruin your freaking month, your mood, your relationship with your family. You can be an a-hole to everybody who loves you and nobody understands that. Nobody understands what is going on with you. So like, that's like the biggest part of the community is, you know, having that camaraderie and like support system. And that's why most guys, I have guys that are awesome traders. They don't need to be in my group to take my trades. They can make a living taking their own trades, but they are there just for that part of the community, the support, the actual education. We go live on YouTube, Q and A's all the time. It's, it's, it's a complete different approach than most of the other stock market groups. Because those guys, they you see their ads and just flashing Rolexes and Lamborghinis, and they they are selling a lifestyle. You know, they're selling a lifestyle. They are not trying to give you an education. They're not trying to teach you anything. They want to feed you just the trades and not give you any information. So you have to stay there because you are not learning anything. All you're doing is just following an alert. They're paying so, you. Yeah, exactly. They, they just milking it. They just milking it. But uh, yeah, and, and I think that's why like I've been very successful with this community because it's, it's a completely different approach. It's a completely different approach. That's like, awesome. Yeah, it's, 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 it's actually amazing that the results. People, I, I have guys that, you know, they come and they, they DM me and they're like, I've been in 15 different discords and you know, <laughs> nobody takes the time. Like one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of about my Discord, like if you are in the stock market community and you are on a Discord uh, group, they usually have different rooms, right? They have different rooms and they have usually one that is called the trading floor, which is where people okay. post, post the trades, right? Well, in 99% of Discord communities, only a very limited amount of people are actually allowed to post there. The other guys don't have permission to post there. They are what is called only read channel. Okay. Okay. In, in my community, everybody can post because the way I look at it is how am I supposed to teach you if you can even ask me what you're trying to understand? You're cutting off a bunch of outlets that can bring you data. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you see, and I've been in discourse myself. And there is always that room that there is only like the the admin guy, the guy that owns the Discord, and like two traders that can post. Mm -hmm. For for everybody else, it's only read. Mm -hmm. They cannot type anything. So mm -hmm. that completely defeats the purpose. But that's when you can tell the difference 
on the purpose of the businesses. My and purpose, your audience. yeah, exactly. I'm 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 guided towards that beginner investor. Well, the beginner investor needs to ask questions. And how are they going to ask me questions if they're not even allowed to post where we are trading? And that is something that you don't see anywhere else. And I think like that's one of the things like I am so approachable and reachable. I'll always get back any questions. I'll always respond. Like most of the stock market big accounts on Twitter, let's say if you have over 10,000 followers on Twitter, most of them will only respond to you if you have over 10,000 followers on Twitter. Wow. If you if you are just freaking, you know, Billy Joe that has 23 followers, <laughs> you, you're wasting your time. They're not going to respond to you because that's not the engagement that they're looking for. Like I'm probably the only account that I'm not, I don't consider myself a big account, but I have about 17,000 followers and I'm probably the only one that responds to DMs engages with everybody. I don't care. I don't even look at how many followers you have. If you are somebody that you are asking a legitimate question, I will do my best to get back to you. So th I think that separates me completely from majority of, you know, the, st the stock market, let's call it influencers or whatever on, on Twitter. Because I'm just, and I remember a post that I've made on Twitter when I had uh, about 300 followers on Twitter. And I posted one thing and I had it pinned uh, to my profile. And I said, when I have five, 10,000 followers, I will still be the same guy that I am right now with 300 followers. Yep. And right now I have almost 17,000 followers and that hasn't changed. That hasn't changed. I'm not that's, like- That's part of your uniqueness, you know? Yeah, that's, what, that's, that's what separates you. That's exactly, the game changer. Exactly. Yeah. That's, you have to that's stand just up. me. Exactly. Like people, people change as they, you know, like blow up or whatever but i've been on twitter for a little bit over a year and i have almost twenty thousand followers nice like i'm the same guy that signed up for twitter a year ago with zero followers mm -hmm. posting videos on youtube that were getting no views like i'm the same guy you know and people laugh because everybody's like so serious and stuff and i post jokes and just like i'm a normal guy and a lot of people they have like you know, they have so many people like blowing smoke up their rear that they think like they are this like royalty division of social media that you have to be at certain level for them to even even interact with you. And it's, it's just messed up. And just from seeing like literally how messed up the, at least the, the stock market community in Twitter is, makes me exactly the way I am. Because I'm the one that, you know, calls them out, talks crap to them. Like, okay, this trade absolutely sucked. And I'm always getting, dude, like, I, I'm always getting blocked by <laughs> 50,000 follower account, 100,000 follower account. But, what, but what you're doing though, what you're doing though is you're lift, you're building up your credibility yeah. with your audience. Yeah, so, you know so the yeah. next time you start posting, they're, they're gonna start watching you more and more, which is probably leading you to all of your followers that you're getting right now. Yeah, Which is, and you, you know, know one little factor. You know, one thing that I find very interesting, I found it. It, it was uh, last week. Very interesting case study. So, most of the big accounts, one thing that they are notorious for is for only posting winning trades. Yeah. Which is very misleading for the beginners, because they are creating these false expectations that once you get to certain level. 
you don't take losing trades. Mm. Okay, so it's, it's very toxic for the new guy because it literally makes them, makes, them, makes them feel like they are not good enough, you know, that yeah. they are doing something wrong when in reality it's part of the journey. You're going to take losses every time. So last week I got absolutely smoked <laughs> trading <laughs> the S&P 500. So the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, inflation number came out and it was, you know, over expectations. Everything was pretty bad. The market started dumping and I went short the market and the market absolutely turned around and rallied all the way up to new highs. I got absolutely smoked. So I post my, I post my loss on Twitter and I said it. Yep. I got, I did, I did not get a good read on this. They absolutely <laughs> got me. They, they, I got absolutely smoked. Like there is no way to, there was no way to talk about it. No, there is no other way to put it. I got, I, I got the wrong read and I got smoked. So I, before, from, before you go on there, before you go on there, how, what was your mindset? How'd you flip that? You know, from last week to this week, real quick, if you can just share that with the audience, you know, what was that? You, you dipped a little bit in that failure. What spiked you back up again? You know what? what? That, well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, and, and this is the thing that I talk to my guys a lot. It's like, when you're, when, when you're a new boxer, right? Once you take those first couple of punches in the face, they're gonna really freaking hurt. <laughs> After months, months and years and years of boxing, they're not hurt that much. They stop, your brain is an incredible machine that will get adapted to anything that you put it through which is why, it's, why it's so important that you continuously push your limits because you think that is the limit, but it's really not. It's just your brain trying to protect you. Your brain main purpose is to keep you safe. If you step out of that comfort zone, your brain is gonna tell you, hey, slow down, this is a little dangerous. But in reality, it's not. The same thing happens in trading. The first couple of big losses that you take, yeah, they hurt, you know, so. I've gotten sick of my stomach three, four years ago for take, taking a, a horrible trade, blowing an account, punch a monitor, throw a keyboard, you know, that kind of <laughs> stuff. But after years it and happened. years and years, I know it's going to happen. It's, go, it's, it's, an unnecess, it's a necessary evil because also the funny part is I was on a very nice win, like win streak. Like I was green for like 10 trading days. Oh, straight, man. straight. <laughs> and I always also tell my guys, your biggest loser always comes after your biggest winners because you start getting cocky. You start getting arrogant and the market will humble you very, very fast. It but doesn't have to be right. Yeah. There is a there is a very famous quote that says the market can stay irrational longer than you can stay liquid. Mm. So I like that. it doesn't have to make sense. And there is two, two choices, two options when you are trading. You are either right with the market or you are wrong. The market is never <laughs> wrong. The market is never The house wrong. never loses. <laughs> the house never loses. The, the market, In long term. Long term. <laughs> ex ex exactly. There, there is no way. So you know what? It sucked. It sucked. It was a, it was yeah. a, it was a juicy trade. Gave back a lot of my my profit from that winning streak, but it has happened so much to this point that I'm kind of thankful for it. You know, it's, okay. it's, it's a, because it's a humbling experience. It's like, all right, dude, you know, you're pretty much your sign. Like, step step out of the gas a little bit. Step out of the gas a little bit. 
and I told like my a, guys. And you know, and, and it was funny because when I posted that on Twitter, I said, it's all good. We'll get him back tomorrow, <laughs> you know? Yep. But the, the, the case study, what I was paying attention is from posting that losing trade, I gained like 150 followers in like 30 minutes. Okay. And people are like, oh my God, thank God, you know, that you are a human too. And people are like, oh, wow, you guys do take losses. Like, you know, and it's something that is this huge misconception because these guys, again, they are only luring people into their stock market programs. It's, it doesn't look good for business if you take a losing trade, you know? It, yep. you, you, you have to keep in you have to keep him focused on the Rolex and the Lambos. Like you cannot show him anything else because that's, that's what they're selling. Do you think they're getting complacent? Like they've been doing, they've been, they're getting complacent. You know, they're, they've been stuck on their same pattern because their marketing has been working their program has been working oh, yeah. You feel like they're getting complacent now. And oh yeah. I think, and I think a big factor right now is you pointed out a lot of great details about this is that we're going through a change right now. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are starting to see that. You know, because just like I think one thing that you and me have is that we have that that keen sense of um, situational awareness. You know, just like you said, right? You joined other other chat rooms, other Discord groups before, but your situation your situational awareness was up there. You were like, wait a second, this is just like everybody else. What if they just did this one thing different, change the read only, you know, and open that up? They would probably have so much more, right? So you took that and you twisted it and molded that into your own life formula, so to speak. You know. Yeah. And then you just, it jumped and it elevated you and it built your trust and credibility with your audience. I mean, everything, everything just started exploding from that. And it seems like you're taking one thing away, two things away, and you're molding it and creating this, this three or four dimensional entity right now. And it's just yeah. growing and growing and growing. And just like you're, you're gaining all this life lessons, this life experiences, and you're sharing both sides. The good, the bad, and everything in between. Yeah, you dude. Know, I think awesome. I think like on a on a on a niche mm -hmm. like the stock market specifically, because not a lot of niches involves that much money. You know, it's yeah. the stock market is hundred percent about money. So creating false expectations at the end is going to bite them in the butt. Yeah, because they're gonna realize. Okay, guy, how many, there is so many of these like big accounts and ads running on Instagram that have been caught paper trading. So taking trades with fake money and so many frauds because at the end they are making, these guys are making 10 times more money from their chat room revenue than from trading. A lot of these guys don't even trade real money because they don't need to. They don't need to trade money. Uh, They're getting enough money from that shower Exactly. So, so many of them do like every day get caught paper trading. They took the wrong screenshot. They got the wrong uh, thing on the screenshot. Everybody's somebody, watching, huh? Yeah. Everybody's oh, yeah, watching. Dude. Everybody's it happens, watching. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. <laughs> but, you know, this is it's a lot of, it's a lot of uh, emotions that come uh, being in the stock market community because I always talk about this to my group uh, on the lives. We as as humans, one of the biggest emotions is greed. And regardless how you think of yourself, if you consider yourself a hard worker, you know, an entrepreneur, 
something that is willing to put the work to get what you deserve and stuff like that, even if you consider yourself that person, if somebody comes and tells you you can make this much money this easy, you are very likely to go to go that way because we are always going to take the path of less resistance. Yep. So, so this is something, yeah, this, <laughs> this is something that they use to lure these people in. You know, hey, you only need this and you can make this Here. much. And there is so many scams going out there. I've known a handful of people that have gotten scammed big amount of money from fake accounts of myself. Okay. So, they so what do you think they're doing? What do you think they're doing that, that those those members, um, those clients or prospects that you're talking about, do you think they're jumping? Do you think they're jumping the fundamentals and, and jumping straight to the money, you know, straight to the smoke and mirrors? Oh, yeah, you know, is 100%. That, is that 100%. what's happening? And is that where you come in? Yeah. Is that where you come in and kind of fill that void right there? You kind of bridge that gap for them, so to speak? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm always like, I'm always making jokes and stuff like that because people be posting like, you know, like all these crazy fancy stuff and <laughs> and you know like everybody wearing like Versace all the time and Louis Vuitton <laughs> and then I go to Target and I post a picture of myself like a Target with a, a Target shirt and I said mm-hmm. I, I treated myself today to a $15.99 shirt you know like I, I'm, I'm yeah. such a furu <laughs> like like because you know I'm I'm just a, I'm just a normal I'm a regular guy dude like yeah. I, I, yeah. If that's not my, my personality, I'm not like a flashy guy. So mm-hmm. I don't need to sell you a lifestyle because honestly, my lifestyle is pretty boring. I'm not gonna, I'm, and, and I'm not going to make something up just to lure people in. Like, I'm not going to go to a freaking VIP club just so I can take a couple of pictures with VIP bottle service to post <laughs> on social media. I don't do what? that. Welcome to the last 10 years of influencers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, the, they don't the have the only, gratitude, you know? They don't have dude, the humbleness, you know? Yeah, exactly. The only thing that I have to offer is education, transparency, and experience. I'm not offering Lamborghinis. I'm not selling Rolexes. I'm not selling freaking gold chains, you know? And that's just who I am. Those guys that do that kind of stuff, they will be okay for the short term. But like you said, there is there is a shift coming. People are getting smarter and people are picking things up a lot faster than they used to. Now with social media being so big and oh, yeah. so open and so available, people are starting to notice like, yo, like, you know, uh, <laughs> why, why does your, you know, your trades... Uh, your your gains always end with zero zero cents. Like why is why is always an even an even number? Like that's almost impossible. I couldn't do that even if I was trying to do it on purpose. It's always <laughs> gonna be a weird number, right? Like thirteen hundred forty eight with fifty six cents. Like it's, exactly. it's always like. But what do like how your trades are always like twelve thousand? Like to the penny. Flat. Flat. But yeah. 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 You made Fifteen thousand and fifty dollars. Like people, people are picking things up a lot faster, and that's why yeah. a lot of these, a lot of these guys getting exposed every day. And you know, I, again, they've been doing, they've been doing so good that they, like you said, they are so complacent now. Yeah, that yeah. they, they are starting to, to slack. Like I said, exactly. posting, 
posted in screenshots and they didn't notice that they in the screenshot they got the little part that says paper trader and, and, they, and they're trying to flash it People be like, get out of here bro yeah see everyone everyone's starting to pick up these little um these little indicators you know these little um these little patterns little behaviors little yeah. the little things because there's so many now you know there's so many people um that we're losing the quality right and yeah. i think everybody's starting to bring it back again you know everybody's pushing everything out and i was like okay i gotta i gotta i gotta bring it back i only gotta pick and pull okay there's there's israel right there okay i gotta keep him close because i know he's real oh not that yeah. person i already know how that person i'm gonna keep him out there a little bit you yeah. know yeah. and you know yeah, this they, is the first this is the first time um during covid where e-commerce pulled away from amazon meaning this is the first time that the united states um tried different outlets other than amazon more than 78 percent tried different platforms e-commerce rather than amazon so even amazon's um starting to get complacent or just everyone's realizing their patterns right oh yeah there's, they, other, they, there's other outlets because they exactly. want that they want that transparency like you bring they want that realness they want that uniqueness they want that that they want to make it real you know they want to be able to touch you through that monitor as as much as they can you know exactly. you know that's hey, awesome. dude, like sometimes sometimes like honestly it gets like overwhelming because like i get up and i come to the computer and i have 86 dms you know and i try to get back to all of them obviously if you are asking something that you can google and find out in three seconds i'm not gonna take the time to get back to you but if you have a legitimate question with a like a legitimate scenario like hey man like you know this happened here like what you think that was like stuff like that i 100 of the times respond to those people and yeah and you know like i was that guy on the other end of the screen asking questions to these other guys that they wouldn't even i could see that they wouldn't even open my 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 message you know but they will uh, they, but they will they will present themselves on twitter and they will be like okay guys you know i'm just trying to help you guys out if you have any questions let me know then you ask them a question and I never get back to you it's just kind of like <laughs> yeah like they, they just post that there as like a placeholder so okay so if anybody comes here they can see that i'm nice but in reality uh no unless you have this much this like this many amount of followers or whatever you Crazy. get 100 ignored and and that's why that's why i started my youtube channel beginner investor that's why i started the the beginner investor twitter account and that's after that that's when i why i started the discord because so what led you to starting the beginner investor group the business and where, yeah, and you got so to where you're at right now i am what what is called a small cap trader my niche where i'm the best my skills are the best is trading small caps. And for you guys listening that don't know what I'm talking about, a small cap uh, is referring to the size of the company. So the market, for example, Amazon is a trillion dollar company. That's a large cap. But I trade companies that you 99% of the people never heard of, like biopharmaceutical companies that are working on vaccines or, you know, very small companies, $50 million in market cap, very, very small companies. These companies, they are very volatile and they are highly rigged. And by rigged, I mean 70% of the volume of the shares bought and sold in, within those companies are going to be done by an algorithm, by a computer code. So it takes a lot of studying and a lot of understanding of how these algorithms work for you to be profitable because it is extremely hard to just trade that just trade that price action without knowing and understanding 
how these computer algorithms work, how these uh, market makers are taking the stock to this level on purpose so they can stop people out, meaning making themselves for a loss, so they can buy those shares at a cheaper price and then they run it all the way up and people are like, oh my gosh, I just sold for a loss and five minutes later, the stock is at all-time highs. Mm -hmm. So that is a, it's, it is a very complex type of trading. When I started on Twitter, I noticed majority of the guys trading those, there was two types of people trading those. The guys with a large following on Twitter, if they post a tweet with the name of that stock, that stock can go up 50 cents, $1, just from that tweet, if wow. they have a big enough following, okay? And now the other group of people were the new guys that were buying based on those tweets, but at the same time, the guy that posted the tweet was selling to them. Because the way they work, the way it works it. is okay. those guys accumulate those shares, accumulate mm -hmm. those shares, they post the tweet, the stock jumps 30% and they start selling. Pumping so the stock will go up 30% and it will come right back down. So, oh man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. And a lot of people were getting smoked. Well, they, they still are getting smoked because they don't understand that mm -hmm. like the, me the mechanism of how this the stocks trade. There is a lot of factors. How much volume is the stock trading? What is the market cap of the company? What is the amount of shares available to the market? There is a lot of factors that come in place. What do you think their biggest mistakes when they're first starting out? Just like when you were starting out. Jumping in the market, not being educated enough to take okay. that risk. Okay. So there is something that most brokers have that is called paper trading. So you are trading with monopoly money. Is how I call it. It's fake money, right? And uh, this has become a taboo because people have been using that to post fake profits. But that is not the purpose of it. The purpose of it is for you to get familiar on how to trade. Yes, you will not have the emotional side of things because at the end, you don't have real money in the trade. But this paper trading will let you backtest. So, Find, find a strategy that works for you. Day trading is all about data. It's all about collecting data. How successful is this setup? Okay, this setup over, over a sample of 20 different times, if you buy it here, there is a 78, 80% chance that you will be able to sell it higher. Okay. So, you have to find that edge. And pretty much that is done through collecting data. I told my guys all the time. Data is the name of the game right now. Dude. Collecting data, bro. Nobody yes, understands that. Nobody you, you understands that. You have to. That goes like, in every industry you're in. Every dude, single one. It's like what I tell my guys. Guys, <laughs> the main, the, the biggest market participant is computer algorithms. They oh. are a computer code, meaning that they are a systematic. And they system. learn, <laughs> and it's <Exactly>. machine learning. <laughs> machine learning, and they are systematic. There is zero emotions on yep. an algorithm. They don't feel anything. They are not human. So one of the things, one of the downsides of an algorithm is that they are going to create a lot of repetition. They are going to do the same thing over and over and over. Once you find and once you 
realize that repetition is one of the biggest edge when it comes to trading small caps, you will be set. Like right now, there are setups that I can tell yesterday was one, like 9.30 in the morning, just the open, the stock was looking weak. I took a screenshot and posted in the room and I said, I will be looking at this stock about 2 p.m. for a swipe, meaning for a run up. Okay, okay. Exactly, Hit it, it was like 225. Oh man. A new high of day. And you're like, dude, like how? Like, you know, like a freaking like genius or whatever. Like, <laughs> you no. got a wizard over here. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and I tell, what are you I, have, <laughs> I, tell, I tell my guys that all the time, I have gigs and gigs and gigs on my hard drive of yeah. screenshots mm-hmm. of those charts. Every time that trade develops exactly how I say it's going to develop, I tell my guys, take a screenshot because you will see this a lot. There are trades that we we can time the trade pretty much to a 30 minute range. Wow. I I trade in the morning from 9.30 to 10.30 a.m. After like from 10.30 a.m. to 2 p.m., I call it zombie time. The volume dries up. The price actually makes no sense because there is not a lot of market participants. The volume comes back about 2 p.m. My guys already know that X amount of stocks that are working on this setup in the first session, because I only trade from 9.30 to 10.30, they're probably going to come back and swipe in the afternoon. So we position ourselves as that that chart is developing, and usually 2 o'clock, 2.30, you get, boom, random spikes out of nowhere. Remember, it's, it's an algorithm. It, it has it has behavior mm-hmm. like that's something I talk a lot about about behavior with my guys in the chat room you have to be able to recognize two things patterns and behavior just like life just like life <laughs> just, just like, like life. life just that's like funny. life mm-hmm. there there are setups that you can you can that we can be in the room yeah, right now they are probably gonna tank this, but about afternoon, one-ish, two o'clock, they're gonna squeeze everybody out. Bam. And and, and again, I'm not a freaking genius. I'm not a. I don't have a, a super crazy IQ. <laughs> I just, I'm just, I'm just paying attention to the right things. That's exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. Just paying right? attention. Just a little, to the right just things. a little more, just a little more focus, a little more attention, a little extra time during your extra time you know yeah that's all it is and people don't have that that um that patience that understanding and i think that's where you come in as well because you bring that why right a lot of times those other people that you're talking about they don't they don't bring that why they don't bring that why to the audience just like you post your ups and you post your downs and then you explain your whys and then you say hey take a picture of this because here's the why (laughs) because you're going to see it more often than none in the future yeah, it becomes so obvious that I, I could be like, okay, guys, you're looking at this stock right now, how it looks. Now go and look at this stock, this stock, this stock, and this stock, and tell me what you see. Like yeah. exactly there the same is. pattern. All right, okay, out of all those stocks that I mentioned, which, like, how many, how, how many of them ended up making new highs? All of them. Okay, so now you can expect this one to do the exact same thing. Yep. 
repetition and behavior. Obviously, the rigor, which we call the rigor to like the algorithm, whoever is controlling the, the stock, it uses the same techniques, the same strategies all the time. Like something that is very funny because it used to happen to me a lot. And it used to happen to a lot of people that came to my room because they realized that I could help them fix that. Okay. Getting stopped out for a loss. Okay. Getting stopped out for a loss. So when you're trading a stock and you're looking at a chart, you will have levels of supply and demand. Just like anything else in the world. Everything moves based on supply and demand. So people place their stop loss right at support. Okay, right at support, because if it breaks support, guess what? There is no support anymore, so it can continue to go down a lot lower, right? Mm. Well, not really, because guess what? The algorithm knows exactly where your stop <laughs> is. Mm. And if they if, if they stop 100,000 traders out of a trade, what is going to happen? That stock is going to go to a discounted price because everybody's going to get stopped, everybody's going to sell, and all that selling volume, the algorithm is buying all that up. They are wow. using they are using your stop loss volume for them to buy. Uh. And then they break that support level and they rip it back up because they're collecting data. Exactly. <laughs> they know through data where is everybody positioned at. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so this stock is $3.15 right now. $3 is a big psychological number because it's a whole number. So in, in stocks, whole numbers are big levels. So the stock is at $3.15. Uh, where is everybody going to have their stock? Either at $3 or right below $3, $2.99. Because this is one thing that you will hear on Twitter all the time. Hey guys, uh, you know, don't post your stop at the whole dollar level, put it right below it. Well, so everybody now has their stop at 299, 2.98. Now you get that nasty candle that goes all the way down to 285. Oof. Well, when everybody's getting stopped out for a loss, that's when we are buying. Ah. Because we know exactly what the algorithm is doing. So See, while this is everybody's great. getting stopped, we are buying. This is awesome because this just shows, I mean, everyone listening to this podcast, you guys are getting so much free knowledge right now yes. about stocks, so <laughs> much. So, so I'm even taking notes too, you know, so, <laughs> <laughs> right? So again, just to tie it all back, it's the power of knowledge, right? So with the more knowledge you have, the better questions you can start asking yourself and apply it towards whatever you're doing whether it's your passion, your job, your work, your school, your relationships, the people you love, whatever you want to create, you know, the more knowledge you can, you possess by collecting the data out there, the better quality questions you're going to start asking yourself sooner and sooner and sooner to get you exactly where you want to go. You know, and then again, again, what you're talking about, right? The system in the stock market. I used to have this problem just in life, right? About the system, right? Oh, it's about the system. You got to beat the system, beat the system. And the more you start becoming an entrepreneur, you start realizing it's not about beating the system. It's about becoming the best at the system. And Israel just proved that right now, right? Finding, finding the pattern recognition within the system, finding the behaviors, anticipating the system's next three or four moves. And you already know that because it's a system. 
It doesn't have emotions. It can't have feelings to go say yes instead of no sometimes. You it know? doesn't change, it doesn't it change its doesn't, mind. It doesn't change its mind. <laughs> and that right there, the simplicity of what Israel is feeding and transferring this knowledge to you guys right now is so simplistic, right? It's so simplistic. The stock market has no emotion. So that right there eliminates 50% of what you were thinking about the stock market right there. That's awesome. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I just no, wanted no. to share that, you know, with the audience. No, that's no, awesome. it is, it is, dude. And that's one of the things that I'm like, it's, it is, it is so fascinating. It is so fascinating because at the end, the algorithms, like in the small cap specifically, they are taking advantage of people's emotions. Yeah. That's exactly on a baseline. That is exactly mm-hmm. what they are doing. Yeah. They are taking advantage of fear when they are stopping everybody out and that's when they are buying. <laughs> and then what they do, they ramp it up. They run it all the way back up and they start taking advantage of greed because as it's running up, everybody's buying it up while the algorithm is selling it back to them. You know, <laughs> so it, it is it is really fascinating because even though it's a computer code, it knows exactly it's trading based off human emotions. And that's what I tell my guys. The, the most important thing here is you have to identify who you are trading against. It's, it, the stock market is a zero-sum game. The money you lose, somebody made it. The money you made, somebody lost it. Right. So you need to be <laughs> able to identify who you are trading against. What is that person or that algorithm doing? Now, you need to be realistic. I'm trading with a $50,000 account. I am not going to fight an algorithm that has $5 billion in buying power because he's going to eat me alive in two seconds. You know? So what you need to do is don't fight it. Join it. Exactly, right? Like, just tell them. It's like I tell my guys, just like when you are driving on the road and you got that fire truck that comes with the sirens on, just get behind (laughs) them and skip the red light. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly, you know? And I think a lot of people have that problem in the beginning of trading. They're like, oh, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I I was like that. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it my way. I have this. Lost, 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 yeah. lost, lost. Because there, you didn't have a system. Is, you didn't understand it. Yeah, yeah there, is, there is also a, another famous quote that says, there are two types of uh, two types of trader. The humble trader and the trader that is about to get humbled. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's that's so humbling. <laughs> so, very humbling. <laughs> that's funny. What's your Dude. mission in life? So I think, you know, it is my... My honest opinion that we as people, we are supposed to share what we know with other people. So on a baseline, our main purpose as humans, as God would want us to do, is to help other people through our own experiences. Yes, you can obviously make money on the process because you know it's you are providing a value. But when you realize this is this is what changed like my life pretty much. When you realize that it's not about yourself, it's not about what the world can do for you. 
or what anybody can do for you. It's what it's about what you can do for the world. The world doesn't owe you anything. If you think the world owes you something, it's probably the complete opposite. That is exactly what you owe the world. So my goal is just to help as many people as I can. As I, I've helped a bunch of people in the stock market community. And I just love it because I've seen people, I had a trader uh, about three weeks ago that he left his job. A company that he's been working for like 20 years, making wow. great money. He left his job and for the last three weeks, he's he's a full-time, full-time. day trader. Wow. That's and awesome. I've got more joy and more fulfillment mm-hmm. from knowing that I helped that person through that journey than any amount of money can give me. Because mm-hmm. at the end, materialistic things, they are going to be super cool once you get it. Two yeah. weeks later, it, is, it doesn't mean anything. You, you, mm-hmm. you notice that with a new car, a new watch. As soon as you get it, you're going to be super excited, super pumped. You want to show everybody. Two weeks later, it's just a car. It's just a watch. Being able to help people and literally change people's lives, that, that's priceless. And like, I'm like addicted to that feeling right. of, being, yeah, of being able to change yeah. somebody's life, That's even powerful. through through day trading, making people financially independent, people that can now leave their job and spend more time with their significant others, with their kids, uh, have more money to do, you know, take their family to Disney, whatever, whatever that person, whatever that is. But each Spending change, your time with exactly. the people they love. And the people they want to create positive memories with. Yeah, money, the only thing that money is good for really is is for freedom. It's freedom. Mm -hmm. Because you can have, before I became a full-time day trader, I had a very well-paying job. But I was a slave to that job. They could call me at three in the morning and I had to pick up the phone because I was on salary. So I was literally a slave, like slaving for money. I would miss Christmas. I would miss my kids' birthdays. Like, it doesn't matter because guess what? It can be my kids' like first birthday. If that job needs me, they don't care about my kids' first birthday. Yeah. So, you know, so I don't, I think... And again, it's my opinion that on this day and age, in 2022, there are so many ways that people could work for themselves, work for themselves. There are so many side hustles and things that you can do. You just have to find the right guidance, the right mentor, the right coach. Because if you don't know what you're looking for, you're not going to find it. Mm-hmm. You're going to be guessing at life your whole life. Exactly. You are going to be shooting with a shotgun in the dark, hoping you hit something. And a lot of times you won't. Mm-hmm. But once you see something that is something that exists, you meet someone that has done it. Not somebody that you've seen on an ad. No, somebody that you talk to that is telling you how they did it. Now that triggers a, like a spark in your brain. They're like, okay, wait a second. This is actually possible. You know, I thought it was crazy or even, you know, I couldn't even fathom making $100,000 in one day until I met people 
that make $100,000 in one day. And it was like nothing to them, you know? It, it is nothing. <laughs> right? Exactly. And that's like Once, our biggest day ever. Because <laughs> yeah. you, you tell some, somebody that has, you know, a normal nine to five job making yeah. 50 grand a year, mm-hmm. you tell that person, you make 50 grand a year, I can make 50 grand a week. And then t- <laughs> what, what are they going to tell you? You're full of shit. But you, you can show, okay, so here it is. This is my PL for last week. 50 grand. Yeah, yeah. Now their brain is like, whoa, dude. You like, made it this real. This actually happened. It went from their thoughts to physical paper. Physical yeah. that they can it, hold it. Something that that's they, the game changer. Yeah, because a lot of yeah. times people just keep hearing about it and, you know, and they see it in movies and stuff like that. It's like the Wolf of Wall Street movie when this guy yeah. tells yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> you showed me a pay stop for 70 grand and I quit my job right now. <laughs> then he's on the phone, hey, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. I quit. Hey, I quit. I quit. <laughs> Don't tell your sister. <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah, so going, going back to the question, my goal is just to help you. Yeah. I've yeah. done that. And where do you think that came from? Huh? Where do you think that came from? Where do you think that drive? Where do you think that passion came from? So as you know, but the, the listeners the listeners yeah. don't know, yeah. I've only been in the US for 12 years. Okay, I've only lived in the US for 12 years. I moved to the US, no English, came by myself, had a couple hundred bucks to my name. One of the very first thing is I joined the army, and that's that's when we met. But I've been through like so much struggle coming here to this brand new country, new new language, just trying to survive, right? And like, I mean, you probably, I remember being in, in Fort Lewis in the barracks and having my debit card declined at a vending machine, trying to get a drink. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, nice. like I remember that. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. And and then you know what after i got out of the i got married and stuff like that and now once at that point it was just me right i'm just taking yeah. care of myself i'm eating free food from the army i have a barracks room to sleep in now in 2014 i get married now the game changes now we have kids like okay the fact that i was able to survive with that mentality that's not something that I want for my kids. I don't want my kids to live on a survival mentality. I want my kids to chase that best version of themselves every single day. So you have to, I have to at that point, you know, be an example, be an example. And I see, and again, I struggled. First job out of the army, 11 bucks an hour, slaving, and I started like, you know, I have to do something. And that's when I started day trading and everything started to evolve. And now I look around me and I see so many people that are on that same page that I was back when my debit card was getting declined in the vintage. But now some of these people already have kids and already have a family and they are struggling so bad but in reality, it's because, again, they are like a horse. They are looking at the world like this. I have to work this job from 9 to 5, go home, 
eat dinner, honey, pack my lunch for tomorrow, go back to work tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know? So I want to open people's, like take the blinds off, look around, look how many things there are that you can do. Exactly. That, that's good that they want to do that. That's good that they want to do that. But the life experience that you've gone through, you've seen and witnessed through emotion, physical, mental, everything. You've realized that this isn't the only route to success. Nope. There are so many more, so many more. And all you have to do is just be aware, a little bit aware of yourself, a little bit aware of your self-conscious a little bit and ask why or push back just a little bit, you know, detach from your life for a second and be like, okay, what do I have? What do I really have? Yep. Where am I? Where was I? Where am I? Where do I want to go? You know, and that's awesome. That's awesome that you can, you can bring that, that experience and that life lesson because people need that. Just like you're saying, people are starting to realize that they want stability now because the last two or three years, it was kind of like a roller coaster of emotions, financial, everything was a roller coaster. Now everything's starting to settle down and it's starting to change now. And that stability, people want that stability and they're realizing like, oh shit, I'm having that aha moment. Like, okay, maybe I'm done going out every night or maybe I'm done wasting my time and energy and trading my time and energy, you know? Yeah, yeah dude. And, for other options. and people, you know, the, one of the things that hurts people the most, in my opinion, is we as humans are very, by default, we are very selfish and self-centered. Yeah, lots so, of human nature, yeah. Yes, exactly, because again, the whole purpose of us in our brain is to survive, okay? And being selfish is a form of survival. Being self-centered is a form of survival. But I was, it's funny because I was just talking about this, the life with uh, the guys the other day. It's like when you stop your toe, like on the corner of the table, in that very moment, your toe in pain is worse than starvation in Africa. That's all you care about. That's the biggest problem in the world. Nobody has ever stopped their toe. And that's the way we approach life. You have a bad day, for you, that's the worst day. Even though down the road, there is a guy sleeping in a cardboard box. It could always be worse. It can always be worse. But the thing is, we are so, like with social media, social media is such a powerful tool if you use it the right way. If you just want to be posting, you know, random selfies and this and that, you, you're not gonna go anywhere because you are not using social media like on the way that you are supposed to if you, you know, want to make money. But what people don't understand is a lot of people have gone through things that they could provide a lot of value for other people out there that are possibly going through the same thing. Let's say you are a recovering alcoholic. You you had an alcohol problem and you don't anymore. You could be a coach for a lot of people that are going through that problem. Exactly. You were a huge guy that weighed 400 pounds and you lost 200 pounds. You don't Stay have louder. to be, you don't have to be a bodybuilder yeah. to help people lose weight. You know, and everybody has their own experiences. But we, again, are so selfish and so self-centered that we think that we are the only one going through that. When in reality, there are millions of people 
Our, we kill our own dreams. Exactly. We kill our own dreams up here with our own Ex- thoughts. Exactly. We like, quantify too much. This you you read a lot of you read a lot of books just like I read a lot of books and uh, one of the books you actually recommended to me the, the is uh-huh. it the yeah the launch right is the one okay. that he's teaching people like how to launch like a program or a course oh yeah yeah um the pre-launch the um the pre-launch yeah yeah, yeah I forgot his name yeah, yeah. well yeah. in that book he yeah, talks about yeah. he talks about people making hundreds of thousands of dollars with a subscription website on plants yeah you know. <laughs> Yeah. And it's crazy, <laughs> and it's crazy. But that's how the world is. And it's Be- not and even again. about that. It's not about the plant. It's no. just about the formula. It's just about the the behind the scenes, the system that's in place. That's e- it. Exactly. That's it. That's but it. people again, and yeah, yeah, people people like victimize themselves. But behind Victimhood, all that victimization yeah. is self, like being selfish, because you think that because you are a huge freaking let's just say plants, right? You are like really into plants and you think you are a weirdo because probably nobody <laughs> else is into plants and that's your thing and your thing only. When in reality, there is millions of people that are into the same shit. Yeah. That yeah. you could potentially help them. And here's here's validation. Here's validation for that. Your investing group, like-minded people networking together to support one another they don't even know each other before that they didn't know each other at all they weren't they weren't blood related they didn't meet in like military they didn't meet at school they didn't meet anywhere no they met because they have the same likes the same passions some of the same next checkpoints in their life and you need that support you need those like-minded people you know you need those like-minded people and i tell this to my clients too some of the most some of the most biggest support systems that you're ever going to have are going to be complete strangers because your cousins your friends they have their own different hobbies passions values ethics morals but someone who checks all of your same boxes are going to be complete strangers you know because you guys are coming together based off your same like-minded values morals um, future goals and successes right and I think that's super powerful that those groups like that are, are super beneficial. And just like you said, you know, I think that's where you have the most um, intimate uh, connection with your audience right there. You know? Yeah, dude, like just just touching on that, like on my group, I'm like really good friends with some people that I don't even know what they look like. Yeah, because yeah. they have like a funny, a funny profile picture. Yeah, yeah. Like, but they talk, but they talk through the DMs serious, like yeah, they're real people. Exactly. Yeah. Like I've been talking to a guy for three years and we are like super cool and know a lot of stuff about each other, nice. but he's SpongeBob. <laughs> you know, like, like I'm super cool with SpongeBob. Yeah. You know? <laughs> welcome to the new world. Welcome to the world, right? Welcome to 2023 <laughs> and, and <Exactly>. forward. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, I even, I did a whole 12 week course. I didn't even see the person. And we did the whole 12 weeks and it changed his life, you know, completely. So it's not just about what you can see and, and all this stuff. No, it's about the information, how much you want to, in, you want to take it in. You want to, you want to soak it in and, and take that knowledge and apply it on a daily basis from here on forward. You know, Dude, it's crazy. No, I was going to say like people, people just misuse the internet, you know, <laughs> exactly. People exactly. Just think, people yeah. just think that the internet is a place to go and watch funny videos. <laughs> like, the internet, or like the internet put everybody on the same playing field and yeah. i don't think people have realized that i think maybe five percent have realized that right now 
That's it. Yeah. Like this, uh, the same guy that uh, what's his name, the creator of ClickFunnels. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, um, Brunson. Yeah, Brunson. He has a, a, a book that is called like One Thousand Followers, mm -hmm. and he's speaking on how literally all you need to make a living on social media is literally a thousand followers. You can create a product and sell it for $10, 500 people bought it. That's $5,000. Then you build a relationship with these 1,000 uh, individuals. Down the road, you can create something else and you sell it for, uh, I don't know, $1,000. Now $1,000 and $10,000, that's a lot of money. So the, the, the thing is that people, people don't know how to like capitalize on their following on their relationships and it's not it's not the thing that you know the whole oh it's it's, it's not all about money at the end it, it, it's right it's not all about money but a lot like 99% of the people that tells you it's not it's not all about money are people that have broken shit people with because, excuses and yeah, it's, it's an excuse, exactly. It's, yeah. it's an excuse to their failure to make exactly. money. Exactly. They use the whole, it's not about money, to kind of like, it's one of those like pretty lies to like comfort yourself. Yep. You know, once, exactly. once you understand that you can make money and still be a good person, like money is not the root of all evil, like they say. You can still... Yep. You can make money doing good. That's that's like a big like mindset. They even shit. tell you. They even tell you. You know, I think there, there's a big saying that says as soon as you make your first million or your first billion or your first hundred million, ten million, whatever it is, they say give it away. Give yeah. that shit away. <laughs> give yeah. that shit away because it's gonna come back tenfold. Yeah. You know, exactly. The more you help, the more it's gonna come back. You know, yeah. and it's like you said, right? The harder you work for yourself and the things that you're passionate about, the more luckier you're gonna get in life. And that's not by coincidence. No, that no, is not, not by coincidence. It's not. People, people think people, it is, you know. People, but the thing is, you know, is a, a lot of people, including myself, we were raised uh, on a way that you kept hearing. Brad Lee was talking about this the other day, and uh, we kept hearing the same thing over and over growing up. Money Tradition. doesn't grow on trees. Yeah. But you want this? Do you think we're rich? Like. Like all these limiting beliefs, mm -hmm. you know, all these limiting beliefs that pretty much that worked can, back then. Yeah, that worked back then for them. Exactly. Right? Which is fine, which is fine, because back then you had to save money. Yeah. You had to hold on to certain beliefs. You can only yeah. do certain things. You didn't have the Internet like we have right now, this much exposure that we have, you know, so times are different. And I don't think that generation realizes that. And it's hard for them to let that go because that's part of your traditions. And one thing I say too, traditions are limitations. A lot, yeah. a lot of traditions. That's, you know, that's facts. That's yeah. facts, I love that. Yeah. That's facts. And a lot of people like, they, the more do, the more you hang to that money and the more you want to just save it and save it and save it, the, hard, <laughs> the hardest is gonna, is gonna become to get it. Of course. You know? The harder yeah. it is to change after that, right. <laughs> to let it go. Look at, I mean, look at, look at certain individuals like Elon Musk. When he sold PayPal, yeah. he spent all his money. 
funding SpaceX, the, the boring company, boring, and yeah. Tesla. Mm -hmm. He literally spent all his money. He had to borrow money from his friends to pay rent. Yeah. You got Brian Bronson or Ryan Bronson, uh, the, the click funnel guy. If you listen to like, what was the last book that I read? Uh, one of his like social media books. He's talking about how he pretty much used, he was just trying all these different things before he created uh, Click uh, Click Funnels. He was trying to, you know, find a way to make money. He kept spending all this money because he was looking for that. And he said that he, his uh, wife was working, he wasn't working at the moment. And he found this thing that he knew it was going to be it. Yeah, he, I remember reading about that. Yeah, yeah, and he used his last $5,000 and he invested in that thing. And the rest is history. The dude yeah. is a multimillionaire. Yep. You know, there is <laughs> there is other people like uh, Alex Hormozzi on his book, The $100 million uh, $100 million That's such sale. a great book. Yeah, someone, someone, yeah uh, he talks about it too. When uh, he completely ran out of money completely run out of money and he got into a, a hiccup with PayPal. PayPal froze his funds and he had like $30,000 and he had to use the whole $30,000 to pay his staff. And comes right back, dude. That's mm -hmm. like, I was like, I was, I was, I posted Crazy. a story. I Crazy. posted a story on Instagram the other day talking about that. Like a lot of people have the, a very limiting mindset full of limited beliefs. Something that I don't want my kids to ever say is I can afford that. I wanted to say, how can I afford that? Exactly. Change the narrative. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I'm a true believer that your words become flesh and you will have what you say. You know? 100%. So, 100%. I mean, even, even if you... Uh, if you it's and it's crazy because people think that this is like a new thing, right? That this is like this, <laughs> yeah, like this whole mindset. Been here this whole and, time. <laughs> yeah, like they think that oh my god, yeah, this this stuff came out like five years ago. It's trendy. Like, if you yeah, like if you read the Bible, there is there is a verse that says Jesus told his people that they could have what they say, but instead they said what they have. Mm. And that's deep, bro. Yeah. And again, that's in the Bible. Right? <laughs> like, that's way back then. Mm -hmm. People can have this limiting belief that they cannot see themselves where they want to be and they are only focusing and putting all their energy where they currently at right now. Finding problems to all their solutions. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, what society does now is just that find excuses blame yeah. the government everything is so expensive gas is this inflation is this gas it, is up so i can't drive to the gym yeah exactly <laughs> yeah like you know, i gotta like, save gas yeah we are poor because the government wants to support well yeah i mean i agree with that the government wants you poor but what what are you doing to not be poor Exactly. Just like the banks, right? If the banks took the same advice that they give out, they would go broke. 
Yeah, absolutely. They would go broke, you know. Absolutely. Give us all your money. Put all your give us all your money and and save it in our in our banks. Like most people don't even understand, <laughs> bro. Like those no. most people don't even understand how the banking system works. Again, right? Once, Going back to the awareness. Yeah. Know? Like education and and dude, it, it like makes me upset because <laughs> yeah, there is so true. much information <laughs> available to like your fingertips and people yeah. still decide choose to be ignorant yeah like most people fake. don't know just yeah. just 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 a just a, uh, you know a, a fun fact in case any of the listeners didn't know once <laughs> you deposit once you deposit your money in the bank that money is not yours anymore that money is the bank the bank issues you an iou the bank is telling you when you look at your app and you see that much money the bank is telling you i owe you this money that is not your money the We're day you deposited <laughs> the day you deposited that money that bank lent out your money 10 10 times they can lend they can lend seven times your money also when you deposit money in the bank the bank is investing that money or lending it out to crazy high interest loans charging points baby and and then they are giving you a 0.2% on your <laughs> on your savings account interest we but, got you <laughs> but but now they, they are giving you a 0.2% but now go back to the same bank and ask for a loan and see how much interest they're going to charge you <laughs> No, no, honey, turn around, turn around. Just go back home. Just go back home. You want to hear something funny I just learned? This what? is pretty cool about Disney, right? Walt Disney. When he was starting Disney, he was trying to get banks, um, I mean, loans from everywhere. Personal loans, financial institution loans, um, credit lines. He was trying to get money from everywhere. Couldn't get the money. Do you know where he finally got the money from? His Who? own life insurance policy. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Right? That That's infinite crazy. that infinite baking system that they're talking about now. Yeah. Well, he was doing it back then. Yeah. He just, like, it was it was there the whole time. It just right, you had to find that option. Right? This one does this one wasn't working. This one wasn't working. This one wasn't working. Okay, what do I have? Let me let me detach for a second from my life and let me see, let me put everything on the wall. What do I have that can I can get money from? And he found it. Oh, fucking dug through it, found it. Life insurance policies. Cash that out. That's how he funded his Disneyland. Dude, there are so many ways. Like we can sit here and talk oh, about yeah. <laughs> and talk about ways that people can make money. Mm-hmm. And it's ridiculous. Everybody's too comfortable. But when your and back is against the wall, you're gonna find any which way to push back. It's just like you gave, a, you gave an analogy earlier, which kind of reminded me of this one right now, which is like, there's a bridge, right? There's a river and there's alligators, there's sharks with laser beams, there's everything in that, everything in that river is there, right? And there's a bridge and that bridge is only as wide as your foot. So you have to take a step in front of your foot every time. On the other side of that bridge, it's $1. Are you gonna go across that bridge and go get it? Probably not, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Change the narrative. Say it's the person you fucking love and they're about to fall in that river. You're not just yeah. gonna walk, you're gonna run. Yeah. You're gonna run across that bridge. 
Yeah. And that's how people, that's how you have to change your life. You know, that's if you want to make change, you have to change the, the way you think, the way you see, the way you visualize, the things you tell yourself. You know, a lot of times people are stuck because they don't have any morals. They don't know how to tell people no confidently. You know, Dude, people, confidence, confidence is, is such a huge. Yeah, it's, it's such a huge, like a huge, like influencing factor on on everything in life. People don't realize and people I've been getting some feedback uh, posting on Instagram about, you know, how how to help people become more confident. Taking little yeah. steps, right? Taking little steps. And uh, I get some uh, feedback from people like, that sounds like being like vain or arrogant. And I'm like, like it's, it's, a, it's a big difference between being confident and being arrogant. Like arrogant people, they, they are not relying, they are not basing their arrogance on their value they are that's just being a psychopath mm -hmm. but when you walk around knowing subconsciously that every promise you made to yourself you finish it you do it you do what you said that you were going to do like ed milet says building confidence is pretty much a trust agreement between the person and his subconscious yeah An easy way to start building confidence is to actually follow through with things that you told yourself you were going to do. <laughs> Stop lying can, to yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it can be it can be small things. Set your alarm for four in the morning and actually get up at four in the morning. And not just do it. Reward yourself. Tell yourself, okay, I said that I was going to do it. I did it. Tell yourself that you are going to, you know, go to the gym like at five in the morning actually go to the gym once you are you are building these trust with your subconscious that it starts to learn that you are actually keeping your word so now when you go from the small things when you go from the small things just remember your subconscious main job is to prove you right and that's why it's so dangerous when it comes to bias Because your subconscious <laughs> yeah. will want to prove you right. So once you start doing these small things and actually following through, then you start scaling out. Now, when you tell yourself in five years, I'm going to be worth a million dollars, your subconscious believes it. Because now there is that trust and your subconscious main job is to make you right, to prove you right. So now you are going to start operating at a whole different frequency because your subconscious is on board. Yep. But if And it's you not don't, focused on the, uh -huh. exactly. If you say, I'm going to wake up at four, shut off the alarm, wake up at seven. You say you're going to go to the gym. You don't go to the gym. You said that you were going to eat, eat nice and healthy. You don't. Your subconscious, <laughs> there is no trust. And you don't control your subconscious. The subconscious, is, it has a mind of its own. So now, when you tell yourself, in five years, I'm going to be worth a million dollars, your subconscious is going to tell you, bro, you can't even wake up with your alarm. Yep. That is, that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Go back <laughs> to again, bed. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's start with the part again. Let's, let's go back dreaming about Mariah Carey. Go, go back to sleep. <laughs> that's more real than these thoughts. <laughs> you know, and that's true. You know, that's so true. And, um, you know, your, your brain, right, is always trying to trick you. It's always trying to find the easiest way, the safest way the safest, to do the everything. The less risk possible. Right? And so by doing what you're talking about, by rewarding yourself after every small, medium, big goal, you're starting to reprogram, literally, the neuroplasticity that you're changing in your brain. You're literally changing the chemical balance, the physiology of your brain, literally. You're changing it by rewarding yourself because by rewarding yourself, you're releasing the chemical happy juices, the endorphins, the serotonin, the oxytocins, all that stuff. You're releasing that stuff and rewarding yourself by doing that. So the next time, like Israel was saying, when you hit it, when you want to hit a bigger goal later in life, your brain isn't focused on all the steps that it takes to get there. It's focused on what? Oh, I wonder what reward we're going to get for this big goal that we're going to tackle right now. Yep. You're distracting, you're conning your brain. You're distracting your brain from the process to the success part. Let me worry about the, let me worry about the planning. You know, you yeah. just keep your mind, you just keep the brain busy on the rewards and the overall motivation that I need to get through the consistency. Jordan B. Peterson. Yeah, oh, he's that, great. Today. Yeah, and he was talking about how many, and, and the, the power of, you know, the law of attraction and the, the, the mindset and stuff like that when it comes to your goals. And he said, there is one thing that it, it, it's, it's a constant. It, it never changes. He said, think about something that you were wanting to get back in the day that you have now. So 10 years <laughs> ago, you see yourself getting this nice house and having a nice family. Well, when you were thinking about it back then, you had some steps in your mind. Okay, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this, and then you get the house. And he's like, and look at how it actually happened. Completely different. You got the same end result through a completely different path. It's never the same as you would have like imagined that it would have happened. And I I kind of like put myself in those shoes and I thought about multiple things. And it's true. I imagined that it would happen this way, but it actually happened. It went all the way like this and then ended up in the same end goal, just a complete different way. And yeah. the point of that is when you are setting a goal, especially like a longer term goal, don't worry so much on how you are going to like happen. Just try to imagine it happen because at the end, from A to Z, there is multiple variables. So don't get yourself locked in that you are gonna take this road, make a right, make a left, and you're gonna get there. Because in reality, you can go all around the block and still get there. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's crazy because it's true. And that's just the power. I mean, Napoleon Hill talks about it. Charles uh, Schwab talked about it. Rockefeller mm -hmm. talked about it. The yeah. power of pretty much thinking things into reality. Yep. Law of attraction, you know, and, right? So to speak. Yeah. Loosely, you know, loosely. Yeah, yeah. 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 And and it, and it goes to like a lot of things that you like have helped me with in terms of like, okay, so imagine like, be as realistic as possible 
when you are, you know, imagining yourself in that position that you want to be, paying attention to the details around you, how does this smell, like everything is realistic as you can. And the more data, again, back to data, it's, it's all about the data. <laughs> yeah. The more data you provide your brain with how it's going to be, the, the more likely it is to happen. And people think that it's such like a silly thing, right? Like a lot of people think it's a silly, it's a, it's a silly thing. Like, but sometimes we do it like subconsciously. Like I remember being a teenager in Cuba, never, obviously never been out of Cuba. And, you know, I would sometimes just think and like sit there and think of how great would it be to, you know, be in the U.S., And I would imagine like the, the big highways and the skyscrapers and like the, the modern cars and all this stuff. And, you know, I was like, I was 14 years old. Yeah. Then at, at 20 years old, I find myself in the U.S. getting here on a complete different way that I would have ever expected to come here. But at the end, I'm here and you start like driving down the highway and it still happens to me to this day and I've been in this country for 12 years. Like I've been driving, let's say in Tampa and I'm driving on the highway, passing through downtown and I get like goosebumps because it's like, it's like a deja vu. It's like, wow, dude, like it's really here, you know? Like I was thinking of how cool this stuff would be 15 <laughs> years ago crazy and now i'm here like i teleported like 15 <laughs> years in time crazy and it, it's crazy and you know that is how you got there here. exactly huh? back what you, how you got there exactly how you were talking about right yeah however which way it happened it yeah. happened so yeah. yeah so 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 the point on that is when you are focusing on your goals and again especially your longer term goals not something that you're trying to do next week Because you have a lot of control over such a long, uh, over such a short term, but when it comes to long term, don't worry so much about the details on how you're gonna get there. Worry about once you're there. In your mind, get yourself already there at the destination. Exactly. Don't worry about the the traveling because <laughs> it's not going to happen how you expect it to happen. Yeah. It's gonna and be if you, complete. And if you do forward. worry about the process. Then focus on step one. Don't focus on step two, three. No, focus on step one A, one B, one C, one D, right? Micro steps. Just like you were saying, right? Everything that we live on is based off habit and micro steps. And, and something that is funny, right? And very interesting. I'm not 100% sure on like the root cause of it, but. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I do believe that it has something like very much to do with the whole habits and how your brain reacts and gets ready to that next task. Your emotional I've, intelligence. Yes, I have pretty much proven to myself. So I get up at about five in the morning. I go to the gym. Then when I, when I come back from the gym, I get in the computer and trade. I have proven to myself that if I sleep in, don't go to the gym. And I told myself, okay, I'm just gonna trade first and then go to the gym. Nine <laughs> out of 10 times, horrible trading day. Ah. 
Horrible trait of it. The self-awareness about yourself. Look at that. It's, it's like I'm listen getting, up, people. Listen up. <laughs> dude, and you know, I'm huge on self-awareness because it's paramount for the, the development of any system. It's like what I tell my guys, especially like d- directly like talking about the stock market. If you are in a trade, <clears throat> if you are in a trade and you're feeling uncomfortable, you're feeling this, that, let's say the trade goes bad, you need to push away from the desk and think, okay, why was like why was I feeling like this? Or even recognize it. Like one of the examples that I use a lot when I'm talking about self-awareness is when I was a new trader. I could have like the perfect plan laid out, you know, everything was set up in my screens, just waiting for that 9.30 bell to hit. And that 9.30 bell, ding, 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 ding. My, my heart rate was rocking. My hands would get shaky. Okay. And, and I used to take horrible trades because I would be so nervous. And it was related to that bell sound. Yeah. So now I started, I said, okay, so this is happening. I can be on the perfect state of mind at 9.29 with 59 seconds. Once that ding, ding, ding goes off, my heart rate goes crazy. Uh, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, right? Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> I recognize that. Yeah. And I started doing something so simple. I How'd you recognize that? How'd you recognize that? Because what, what it kept happening. Okay. And it, I kept got to the point, I got to the point that I would expect it. I knew it was going to happen. Uh, and it was, I think it became one of those self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah. Because I used to be like, okay, it's 929. Fuck, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I know it's coming somewhere. <laughs> so it kind of like became like that self-fulfilling prophecy. So yeah. I say, you know what? A lot of these things that happen into our life deep down are directly connected to some sort of catalyst. Yeah. We are reacting to something. Exactly. Even if it's subconsciously, you are not doing it on purpose, it still happens, you know? So what did I do? I shut my speakers off. Never happened again. Perfect. It was Perfect. the freaking bell. Like, mm-hmm. and, and it's something so simple that you can be like, ah, come on, bro, that, that's, that's just silly. But it is, it is that. And now you can take that to a lot of different areas in your life. How you react when somebody is raising their voice at you? Yep. Does that is it a childhood trauma? Yes. Does that, does that trigger something? Like, how do you react if you are on a red light and it turns green and you are distracted and the guy behind you starts honking at you? Like, do you get pissed? Why do you think that is? Is it because is it is it like a like a like a like an ego thing? You don't want somebody to tell you what to do, because there might be some other issues beneath that that you might be able to work on once you, that self awareness start bringing these issues to surface. Exactly. Because a lot of people just live on autopilot and assuming everything is a coincidence, or you know, all it just happens. But in reality. There is something way, way down that is causing that. 
And if you identify that one thing, you might get, you might make your life a lot better by yeah. fixing a very small thing, like shutting my speaker off when the market opens. Exactly. You know, one thing that came to my mind was like, okay, I'll be like, okay, so every time you hear that, you know, go, you know, for me, I'll be like, okay, I'm, every time I hear that, I'm going to pull up pictures of pizza because I love pizza, right? It makes me happy. It brings yeah. joy, right? Yeah. So every time I hear that bell, I'm going to look at pizza right away. <laughs> yeah. Every second, every day, so, you know, every day, so you are, five you, times a day. So now you are disconnecting Taking ownership. You're not reacting yeah. to life. Yeah, you are, you, are, you are disconnecting that catalyst <laughs> from exactly. the negative emotion and you are attaching it to a positive emotion. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, most people don't even pay attention to that type of things. Or they ignore it 100%. Or, yeah, they, they Or they're scared it. of it. Yeah. yeah. Or they're scared they, of it or fear. Yeah. You know, Jordan, Jordan B. Peterson says that one conversation that everybody should have is to sit down by yourself on a room and pretty much tell yourself what you are doing wrong. What what can you do to get better? And 100% of the times, and this, this is a good example. If you ask somebody right now, do you know of something that you can do starting tomorrow that is going to get you more healthy? They're going to say yes, because they know. You can ask somebody else. You can ask a person that is absolutely broke. Do you know of one thing that you can do tomorrow that will make you an extra five bucks? They can list you 10 things. <laughs> so deep down, most people know exactly what the problem is, but they are too afraid to let it out because they are living in that safety net that as long as we don't address it, it doesn't exist. Or they care too much what other people think or what they yeah. might say, because now you're going against the norm. You're going against your group of friends. You're going against your family members. You're going against the traditions of everybody else. You're going against the cultural norm normalcies of life because yeah. you want to do what makes you happy, but you can't do that because other people are going to judge you or you think other people are going to judge you. It's crazy, you know? And, Life is and, crazy. Dude, and guess what? Like, people are going to judge people. And and I think it's a little bit of, um, like, a hypocrisy. Like, people, we are, as, as people, we are naturally hypocrite in some sort of level. Everybody is, you know? Everybody is. And one thing that people people tell me, I'm, I'm judgmental. And I say, yes, and you are too. I just admit it and you don't. <laughs> you know, everybody, people are like, you shouldn't judge uh, anybody by their appearance. And I'm like, that is something that you just say to fit in the cute little box that society has drawn for you to yep. sit in and be quiet. But in reality, every single human by nature will judge a first interaction with a person based on their appearance. That is a fact. Mm -hmm. That is a fact. So we are judgmental creatures. Some people just, yeah. just don't want to admit it because again, it's, it's an ugly thing. You shouldn't be judgmental. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be judging Jimmy 
because you know he's, <laughs> he's, he's perfect the way he is he's mommy told and and you see it in in that uh, sense of people being hypocrite because the same person that is saying that you shouldn't judge people by the way they look or that their their physical appearance are outside of target and get approached by a homeless person and you can see the disgust or like fear in their face so why are you scared of that person you don't know that person exactly. you don't know the background of that person you don't know what they've done you don't know nothing about them you are just assuming that person is something based on the way they look you're judging are- a book you're you're writing a review to a book you haven't even read yet Exactly. And that is something that we all do by default. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You are more than likely to have an interaction with a person that looks clean, well-dressed than with a person that is dirty or it looks like, you know, like raggedy. Because when that person approaches you, the dirty one, You are going to assume a couple of things right off the bat. He's going to ask me for money. He's he's got some sketchy going on. He's probably a drug addict. Those things are just going to flow in your brain by <laughs> default. Yeah. Now, if you see a like a, a person that looks clean, well-dressed, smells good, you are going to be like, "Oh, how can I help this person? Maybe he's lost or maybe he just has like, you know, a question or like just be nice to people." That's when you use the <laughs> be nice to people. But when the raggedy, dirty one approaches you, you are not using that be nice to people. You are trying to get away from them. <laughs> and again, so are you Hypocrite. judging them? Yes. Yeah. It's only it's only convenient, right? When it's convenient to you, you know. And exactly. those people right there, those are the people who have insecurities, who have fears, and they're always going to have limitations. And the best part, I think, from this side that we're that we can see, is that. That was us at one point in our lives. Yep. And that could have been the rest of our lives. That's yep. the scary part. You know? You, you know, you know the whole you know fake it till you make it type of type of deal. I 100% agree that it's it's a thing. Cuz yeah. I remember do like you know being a private in the army super broke. And I will go to like, you know, like stores like Marshalls and TJ Maxx so I can buy like a discount, like Calvin Klein shirt to go out. And we will go out and whoever will look at us would assume that we were doing pretty damn well because <laughs> we look pretty good, you know? But in yeah. reality, I have three bucks in my checking account. Right, yeah. You know, but you are like... We're sneaking, are, sneaking bottles in, drinking in the parking lots before, yeah, saving exactly. money any which way we could. Exactly, <laughs> right? exactly. But people look at you in a different way when you look yeah. certain way. The interactions are completely different. And something very interesting, and that's why I decided to open a fitness coaching program that I started a couple of weeks ago. Because... I consider myself a very confident man. Like I will look anybody in the eye, have a full conversation with a stranger. Like I am very, very confident. Like, and, and I see that as an asset, okay? It's not something that you should be embarrassed of saying that you are confident. It's, it's a yeah. good thing. Yeah. But I, I did this funny uh, case study that I posted on Twitter and I did it with my wife, uh, Liz, and I told her, 
Every time we go to the store, which is usually Target, <laughs> every time we go to the store, you don't say. <laughs> every time we go to the store, and we walk, like we walk cross path with a dude that is in peak physical performance. Let's say it's, it's a jacked dude. Look how they react. Every time we went by one, they will look at me in the eye. They will either nod at me, say like some sort of way of like saying like greetings. They will yeah, either yeah. nod at me or say what's up. Complete strangers. Let you know that they're right. there. Exactly. But it's like a lion in the jungle letting the other lion know that he's there. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. And I say, and now look at the, 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 the opposite. When we walk by some dude that is like in not a good physical shape either completely overweight or you know something basically that the national american average person <laughs> exactly <laughs> that person will naturally i would yeah. try i was purposely doing it was mm -hmm. trying to make eye contact with them they will look yeah. at me and look to the floor and that was over about a sample of like 20 people yeah Yeah. And it's crazy because that's just how like caveman-ish we are, yep. you know, and people don't realize that. Like why every single freaking gym guy, Jack dude, like even like from three like holes down makes eye contact <laughs> with me and goes and goes like this. Yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. that's just like an alpha thing. Like, And I guarantee, and I guarantee the other person you were talking about who didn't look at you was thinking oh this guy's this guy's arrogant yeah exactly right see yeah, that's absolutely. a big that's a big difference is that people uh, confuse somebody's confidence with arrogance yeah right and that's the biggest factor where people who are super confident are never arrogant they just understand themselves enough where they know their self-awareness they know their emotional intelligence they know their confidence they know their resiliency and they know exactly where they're going they're not just going somewhere because they need to be around people They're not yeah. just going somewhere because that's what's on their mind right now. It's like, no, I'm here because I'm at the store because I need these few things. And then after yeah. the store, I'm going to go back and do these few things. And then tomorrow, I'm going to do these other things. You see the difference? Our, when, you, when you have goals, when you set a goal like you're saying, right, you have a direction now. When you have direction, your mind is constantly busy. It's constantly synapping. It's constantly triggering. It's constantly trying to fight against you, and it's constantly trying to work with you, right? So it's, it's that constant battle, all because you set a goal. That's it. It starts with that, you know? And then you can pick and pull, and, and everything else will gravitate towards you, you know? So that's awesome that you're starting that business. So tell me a little bit more about the business and how it ties into your investing business. So pretty much the, the whole purpose of this business is to get people in shape. Okay. It's, okay. it's, it's What's your motto? Do you have a motto? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get What's rich, get ripped, baby. Get rich, get, get ripped, baby. There it is. <laughs> Sold. So it's, it's, you know, like, And again, it goes back to helping people and sharing what I know. I've been going to the gym for so long and not just a random gym goer. I dig very down when it comes to nutrition and biology and how things work and different processes within your body. So I am very well lectured in the fitness and nutrition side of things. Because I've done it for myself and it's something that I'm very passionate about for so long. 
even like before the stock market. But you know, I've noticed like especially lately, like with how washed down <coughs> society is, people are living their lives so miserable. That is 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 heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. They are just following the little playbook that they were given. Okay, so this is what you got to do. And, you know, so I just want to help people feel better, look better, because it is a fact. When you look better, you feel better. Again, it goes back to your subconscious. Who doesn't want to look good and make money? Exactly. You look good. You feel good. And so you have the I sauce want, for it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm even because, and again, it's not, and that's the difference too. Uh, I like to do things completely different, just like I did with the stock market. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it with the fitness uh, coaching. It's not only fitness because I want to work with somebody that just wants to level up mm-hmm. in all aspects of life. So it's going to be fitness, mindset working on their confidence because i truly believe that there is so much attached to your confidence level that people don't realize when out on my last job i had a managing position so i would interview people for jobs if you walked in an interview the first thing that i would try to do is make eye contact if you were that guy that would just avoid my eyes you wouldn't make it to question two you know simple right yeah Yeah. and it's just eye contact right if i'm if i'm shaking your hand and i'm making eye contact with you you need to make eye contact with me like let's make let's make sure real quick that we are both present in this moment yeah, let me see your personal and your professionalism, real quick. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, the, I I want to help people again with their fitness, their nutrition, and people to realize that you don't have to be a fitness person to be in shape. I'm I've never competed in a bodybuilding show. I never will because I'm not about that. You know, respect for the guys that do, but that's not my thing. So you don't have to be like seven days a week in the gym all sweaty you know like the normal like gym whatever people picture in their head benching 300 pounds it's a lot more simple than that you can get in the best shape of your life without even going to the gym it's it all comes down to your nutrition and sometimes the best shape of your life is not about what you see in the mirror it's about the feeling you feel inside exactly exactly you know and you gotta think everything is everything is subjective right everything is subjective so the best shape of my life is not Tommy's best shape of their life. Tommy by, might be 400 pounds. He grew up overweight his entire life. You know, he's always been, he's his always had- His family could have been overweight. He's never always had, had anyone a, yeah, in shape. Yeah. Exactly, a bad relationship with food mm-hmm. like throughout his entire life. Now, Tommy drops from 400 pounds to 350 and gets a better relationship with food, he's in a way better place than he was a month before. Oh, definitely. He doesn't need to have a six pack. It's, it's, all, it's all about perspective. 
It's all about perspective. Like his best shape of their life might be 50 pounds below 400. And he will feel great once he went down from 400 to 350. He's gonna feel like a million bucks. Yep. You know, and that is his best. And you have to dig into that feelings. You really have to dive into those emotions. And I think one of the best ways to do it is by journaling or just by Journal. reflecting. You know, Journal you have to reflect. Great. Yeah, you have to reflect because by reflecting, that's how you get all these nuggets of, yeah. of motivation, of wisdom, and of you, inspiration. You, you find things. Yeah, you find things about yourself that you might not even be aware of on your thoughts. Exactly. And then you can use that to improve next time. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 a it's a the building blocks. You know, it's fundamentals. Yes. It's what it's what the, the way I, I, I say it to my guys when I'm referring to trading, but it pretty much with everything in life. The day you realize that you will never be the best version of yourself, that day you will be the best version of yourself. Because <laughs> yeah. it's you will always want to be chasing that best version of yourself. You are never supposed to reach it. It's not something that you are supposed to be there because guess what? Once you are there, you are going to go farther. <laughs> yeah. And, and as you go, it's a, it's a never ending cycle. So the best version of yourself is not a destination. It's not a, it's not a place. It's a mindset that you will chase your entire life. And as long as you keep chasing that best version of yourself, you are going to be golden. <laughs> yeah. And not just not just to yourself, to everybody around you. Like people don't realize how much influence they have on their small groups, either families or friends. <laughs> Something that I love is every time I ask, I uh, not ask, every time I talk to like, an acquaintance or like somebody that I haven't seen in a while or something like that. One of the best, like the quickest things, damn bro, I need to get in the gym. Why <laughs> is that? They see me, now they they are motivated because I am so passionate about the gym, I am in good shape, this and that. It makes them level up. And that's like the best thing about the whole deal. You are not, it's not about yourself. It's about everybody around you. Like I tell, like I tell everybody, Elijah, our three-year-old, he literally does everything I do. <laughs> like he will grab markers and like draw tattoos in his arms. Because I have <laughs> tattoos funny. in my arms. Yeah, yeah. He wants to, he wants to eat what I eat. Mm -hmm. He's like he goes to the bathroom and he like flexes in the <laughs> mirror flexes in the mirror. And tell me, like, tells daddy, look at my muscles. Mm -hmm. Like, he's seeing something. Now imagine if I was that guy sitting on the couch, eating whatever, playing video games all day. What is he going to be imitating? What is his, his vision of this father figure going to look like? Who are his role models? The role models, the core values. What is this person? And, and it's not always with kids. The people who are around him, who are influencing him, you know, exactly, who are injecting them with all these little things, you know. People underestimate how they can influence people around them. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and I laugh sometimes because it, it is funny that I cannot have a conversation with anybody 
for more than 15 minutes before the gym thing pops up. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, I'm always be branding. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I'm going to have to, like, start making shirts now. This is going to come up I'm anyway. Guilty. I'm guilty of that, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and that's Here, and, take and a I'm, card. Sure, I'm sure it happens the same to you. Like, people around you are chasing that because they see what you're doing. Exactly. And they want to get there too. They also want to master themselves. They want to learn how to how to really understand what is going on in here. Mm -hmm. Because they see you. You are influencing people. And you can do that in a positive way or you can do it in a negative way. Mm -hmm. It's like they say, you will be as successful as your friends for no damn reason. Yep. Dan you Pena, be, right? Yep, show you me your friends be, and I'll show you your yep, future. You will be as broke as your friends for no damn reason. Yeah. Crazy, so, right? Beep, beep, but, and you can yeah. tell people this. You can tell people this straight in their face and they'll be like, nah, nah, yeah, that's exactly. not going to happen to me. That's not going to happen yeah. to me. Well, statistics say otherwise, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So what are you going to do about it? It's because you don't have a why big enough. You don't have a purpose in life big enough. You don't have anyone you're doing this for big enough. You don't know yourself enough to do it for yourself yet. You know? There is there there was a study there was a study years ago I think it was from Harvard uh, from a, one of the statistics department and they said that over like a huge sample of people they found close groups of friends yeah and they took those friends and they averaged their yearly income yeah and everybody made the same amount of money with a margin of error of fifteen thousand dollars a year okay. So everybody was making about the same amount of money. Yeah, yeah. In those yeah. groups of friends. Yeah. And that crazy. is crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, like, <laughs> and, and again, it, it, it just don't come because, again, the weak minds and the washed off minds are going to tell you the same thing. Oh, it's not about money. Well, guess what? It is about money. Mm -hmm. When you have a family, you cannot pay a mortgage without money. You cannot feed them without money. You cannot do anything without money. So you can't save yes. the rainforest in Brazil without money. Yeah, you cannot help people without money. Exactly. You know, yeah. like, yeah. and that's 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 the thing that people people want to you know create that narrative of money is the root of all evil. But okay, bro, you are broke. Okay, you are broke. Why don't you go and buy 100 turkeys at Publix and take it to a poor neighborhood? You can't because you're broke. Now, if you have money, you know, the root of all evil, you could feed Thanksgiving to a hundred families. Or if you realize, if you have no, if you have more information about money, then you can realize that you can use your business card and go buy those turkeys and then write it off at the end of the year, buddy. See, but you don't know these things because you don't Dude, educate people, yourself enough. Most people don't even know what a write-off is. <laughs> right? You know, and, and it's like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And, um, I forgot what I was going to say was, um, uh, I forgot. Go ahead. Go ahead. So there is like just a crazy thing that it might blow mm -hmm. some people's mind. Okay. So there is this, yeah. there is this program and it's about so what, buying. So before, I cut, before I cut you off, um, what's your vision for this company, for this program that you're starting right now? What's the end game looking like for you right now? What do you want from beginning to end? What do you want? Why'd you start it? And what's the end goal for your clients who are enrolled in your program? So my, my, my stock market uh, community, my goal is to literally have like 
an online university. Okay. <clears throat> I am even considering of finishing up my master's degree so I can get a, a, a CFP license, which is a certified financial planner. Because, you know, if you don't have that, you, you got to say the not financial advice. Once you have that certification, it can be financial advice. Yeah. But my goal on, on the stock market side is to create a community and a, a place of education. Pretty much like imagine a, how, how, how do you explain it? A, um, so you want, those, you, want a group, you want a group of like-minded people who can support one another by I making money and getting fit. Yeah, the, the biggest community. And of, how are you going to get them there? How are you going to attract them there? So right now they are working as two separate entities, the beginner investor uh, group LLC, and the other one is uh, Easy Fit LLC. And where can, they, where can they find you with us real quick? So on, on Instagram right now, I'm still working on the website for the Easy Fit, which is the fitness coaching. But you can find me on Instagram at the, the Israel Press, the Israel Press, and on, on Twitter, which is where I post most of my stock market content. You can find me at Beginner Investor. Okay, just make sure that you are actually following me and not a scam account. Like I want a crazy concept, which I don't think is crazy. But I think it's, it's, you know, it's going to happen. But it's crazy I, to people. It's crazy. Think it's it's crazy. crazy to people with more minds. It's crazy exactly. to people with more yeah. minds. I want to have this, create this destination, this place where all level up community. I want to teach people about nutrition, teach people about mindset, teach people about discipline also teach people about how they can be independent and get off the rat race through the stock market. So it's, I, I, the way I picture it in my head is this, this website that you go in and there is tons of resources, a podcast where I talk to people, bring people in like yourself, people in different areas that can help other people level up and just this massive, it's a lot of infrastructure that I have to create, but it's going to be an everything in one leveling up program where it's not just about looking good. Because looking good is just one small part of the equation. I know a lot of people that look good and are miserable. I know a lot of people that have money and they are miserable because they are really overweight, which those two are very common. They're unbalanced. They're, they're imbalanced. They're, it's very common. It's, it's, very, it's very hard to see. Well, now it's a lot easier because social media, but it's very hard to find somebody that is very successful and very fit. Okay. They usually don't go together, you know. But uh, it's, it's, I want a place that I can just... So it sounds like it sounds like it sounds like people who want to make money. I mean, this is how I see it. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll teach you how to make money. But then if they keep losing, losing, red, 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 right, loss, loss, loss. It's like, okay, well, maybe your mind's not ready yet. You know, then hey, I have another program for that that we can implement. You know, before you start 
learning about stocks. You know, we can learn about stocks, but you're also going to learn about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I mean, know, better quality. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything relates to everything. In my opinion, everything in life is connected. Everything yeah. is everything is energy. We are all connected to each other. The law of vibration. Some, exactly. Law of vibration. <laughs> Have you heard of the everything. law of touch? Huh? Have you heard the law of touch? Uh-uh. Let me blow your mind for a second. Okay. okay. So the law of vibration, right? So yeah. on top of on top of that, there's a law of touch, which is an umbrella for everything. Okay. Okay, so here, check me out. So when you listen to something, the, like I'm talking, the acoustic wave patterns, functions, yeah. travel through the air and they travel into your ear. And yeah. in your ear, you have receptors. And the way how you hear is because of those acoustic wave patterns are traveling through your ear. Those wave patterns touch those little antennas, those little stems yeah. that are in your ears then you can start hearing because it's filtering those wave patterns to your ear and then it's telling your brain oh this is what you're hearing yeah when you smell something right the smell travels to your nose to your sensory nose and then in those sensors it touches those sensors and then you can smell and then understand what you're smelling when you're tasting food you don't you don't taste the, you don't understand the taste of the food until the food what touches your tongue yeah Right again, when you see something, the light, the light is reflective. Yeah. So it's bouncing off something, hitting your 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 eyesight, your your retinas. Yeah. And then so it's touching again. It's it has to touch your eyes, and then your eyes can filter it with the color and everything else. So basically, it all goes back to that touch. Right. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, it it is crazy. I never I never thought about that way. And in reality, yeah, everything has to make that contact mm -hmm. for pretty much for anything to work. That's rude. I, I never thought about that. And then in us, like we're our, our main ingredients that are in us is um, hydrogen, methane, carbon, and um, forget the other one. But anyways, you know what the four main ingredients that are out in space? Carbon, hydrogen, the same exact four. That's crazy. Isn't that's that a trip? Great. Isn't that that's, 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 that's why I say like, that's why I say like everything, everything out here is extra. Oh yeah. Like if you don't know anything about yourself, then everything out here is just extra. You're just reacting to life. You're just playing this this guessing game of life. And that's and that's a horrible way to live life. Isn't that? Isn't that? Isn't that a trip? Yeah. All right. So let's jump over to a few more of these questions. Yeah. And then um, I don't want to keep you too much longer. We've been going for about two hours. Um, okay. Really? But so. Yeah, wow. yeah. we're just hitting two hours right now. <laughs> like 30 minutes. <laughs> it's just so good information. I'm telling you, whoever listens to this is gonna, yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> gonna get stuff, super motivated. Man. They're getting so stuff, many, man. so many nuggets. All right, so what are three daily habits you would recommend to someone? I would say start small. Okay, okay. I would say start small. One good habit, and again, something so simple. Stop hitting the news button in your alarm ah okay you set up that alarm at that time for a reason when that alarm goes up goes off get up and the faster you get up the bed the easier it's going to become if you just lay there and you do the whole five more minutes you're not gonna get up 
you know. No. So start small. That's that's a good habit. Uh, start small. Great. That's a yeah. Good one. Start small. Your alarm awesome. and reward yourself. You know what? Tell yourself. You know what? I got up with my alarm. Give yourself some props for that. Can you give me an example of a small reward for a small goal, and then a large goal for a large reward, just so somebody can have some perspective on that? For example, the way I eat, I eat about five meals a day, and I have these protein bars that I get them from, you know, one of the nutrition companies that I'm not gonna mention because they're not paying us to endorse them. <laughs> <laughs> not today. <laughs> not, not today. today. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know that it's macro friendly and everything. But as any protein bar, it has a little more fat that I'm happy with consuming. But it tastes okay. really good. So if I go to the gym and I have a crazy good workout, and I can tell by everything, everything just clicks muscle mind connection the everything is perfect I, like muscle blood flow the pump everything went well i went hard at the gym okay i eat one of those protein bars when i get home there is days that i have other stuff going on and again the the mind muscle connection is something very important when you're at the gym and if you are not very focused on what you're doing and targeting the, those muscle groups, the workout is gonna be mediocre. Okay, you are not gonna get that blood flow into that into that muscle, so you're not gonna be quote unquote pumped. You know, it's gonna feel like a mediocre work workout. If I have a workout like that, I don't have that protein. Okay. okay. So it, that's it's just a small reward. I'm keeping it within the boundaries of my macro nutrition plan stuff like that but it's something okay. just like a little you know and a yeah, big, it's a little little sugar high i guess you know a little yeah. a little reward yeah just exactly yeah, like just, said, right? it's a little Perfect. reward yeah. and okay. and as something bigger mm -hmm. uh if i have i look at those targets mostly uh, mostly on a month-to-month -month basis okay and for example if there is a month that i hit my my target or I have like a new high on the month uh, in terms of capital I buy myself or not just me I might buy my wife something that okay. is nice and I would consider it to be you know expensive okay like and a very nice pair of shoes or nice a, a very nice bag for my wife or something like that and and how do you but, how do you not feel guilty about that you know why? Because it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You let it go and it comes right back. You hold on to it and it's gonna become very hard to keep getting. Yeah. So having that abundance mindset, you are not, I'm not focused. I am not looking, I'm like, I'm letting this amount of money go. I am looking at it on a positive way. I had a really great month next month is going to be even better so i'm going to celebrate this win and next awesome. and i'm already thinking about the next month next awesome. month when i break that target next month i'm gonna get this look at and, that all because you're rewarding yourself look exactly. how the mindset just goes yeah your, your brain becomes addictive to those chemicals exactly and you have to become addictive 
You have to you become addictive in the beginning. You have, you have to. You have to. Yeah. All right, let's try another one. So let's ask you one more other question. I want to ask you this one, which was, what is the best compliment you have ever received? The best compliment. So we were talking about it. We we're talking about is that from that gentleman who yeah. left his job. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and again, it's, 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 uh, there is other, other things like, for example, let's, let's not even relate it to, to money or nothing okay. that has to do with money. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Something as small as my parents telling me that they are so impressed and so proud of how respectful my kids are. Ah, okay. That makes me proud because, you know, the army thing. And yeah. I, you know, the, the soldier leaves the army, but the army never leaves the soldier type of deal. <laughs> I'm like super OCD with timeline. Yeah. Because if you are on time, you are late. Yeah. <laughs> you are early, you are on time. Mm -hmm. And that, like, I pass that stuff down to my kids. And for some people might be like, oh, yeah, that's that's a little extreme. And I'm like, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's really not. You know, it's a yeah. very simple, it's a very simple concept. Yeah. The whole, the early bird gets the warm. You're teaching them morals, values, exactly. ethics, things beliefs, like, traditions. Like we have three Legacy. Boys. Yeah. We have three boys. At you know, we're talking about confidence and we're talking about military. It brings up another factor is that I didn't realize this until later in life, uh, but in the military, they instill confidence in you. Yeah. In marching without you even realizing it. Tony Robbins, right? Let's go back to Tony Robbins for a second. He did a, um, Stanford did a, or Harvard or Stanford did a study on him about confidence because he had this thing, this technique that says, if you wanna build, if you wanna be confident, stand up tall, Put your, put your shoulders back, put your hands on your hips and repeat your affirmations. I am, you know, I am the best. I will be a millionaire. You know, all, the, all those good affirmations, right? Well, he was doing that for a long time, long time. And he would say, this is scientifically proven. This is going to make change. Harvard did a study and sure enough, they found the chemical change of confidence just by simply standing up tall, having your shoulders back, back straight you know, arms on your hips and just looking up tall and being confident, it literally changes the chemical yeah. balance in your brain just by changing that posture. It's crazy. I never thought about that. No, it, is, it is true. I'm I'm huge, even with my family, on the stand straight thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I cannot, like, it, it is really a pet peeve yeah. of seeing somebody, you know, that I care about, see him like, like hunched or something. It's really a pet peeve to me. I want people that yeah. are higher than I am tell me, hey, dude, you are doing this wrong. Exactly. Like, you know, like, I'm the way I'm looking at it is like, why wouldn't you want that? Why wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I might be so busy that I might exactly. not see these one or two little tails that are dragging or, back here. Thank you for like, pointing that out. <laughs> yeah, like having somebody that you, you know, look up to or something. Mm -hmm. or somebody that is where you want to be at tell you hey bro you know you might want to change the way you're doing these things yeah. thank you man i appreciate it but people are so and again it goes back to people are so self-centered that they can even fathom the thought of somebody criticizing them it's so right. offensive yeah because like, they've been it's there al it's always going to be the 
the like you know the the guys that are unhappy. You need you need you need a mentor. You're listening to this right now, and you are trying to step out of that box as you should, and try something that you are passionate about and you've been thinking about it forever, and you know you have. You should have a mentor. You should have somebody helping you through that process. Somebody that has potentially gone through it. A huge taboo out there, and everybody's like so weird about it, is to pay for a mentor. There is nothing wrong in doing that. High performers, high peak performers. Michael Jordan a had a mentor. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. They had the same mentor. Yes. <laughs> you have guys like Brad Lee, Grant yeah. Cardone, like all those guys. Alex Warren Hormozzi. Buffett had a mentor. Yeah. Alex Hormozzi paid Grant Cardone $100,000 for a one hour phone call. So don't ever think that somebody's trying to take advantage of you <laughs> or get one over you. you for a couple of hundred bucks. Believe me, you will probably be the best investment you've ever done and that's going to be an investment in yourself like Grant Cardone said in an interview if I had $3,000 right now what is the best investment that I could do like where should I put my money on and he said you should put it on yourself and the person asked how much he said the $3,000 he's like you're already broke you got $3,000 to your name you got $3,000 to your name you're already broke Yeah. so invest in yourself acquire a skill, learn something, use somebody to mentor you through that process, avoid some of that learning curve. You know, you might get to skip a couple of steps on the ladder up because that person that is helping you has already made those mistakes for you. And then you're going to have those moments where you're going to be like, oh, I never thought about it like that. Exactly. You're, going start, you're going to start telling yourself that. You're gonna start having those ideas within yourself, you know, because of that knowledge you're getting. Exactly. The dude. quality and of questions and the quality of my, are gonna keep. From my experience, better. from my experience, because yeah. in my coaching on the on my on the stock market, I have a fee for to be in the chat room, and there's a higher fee for one-on-one -on -one coaching, right? And it's obviously a, more of a high-ticket item for the one-on-one. -on -one. But I tell you how nine out of ten outcomes come out man i wish i would have done this sooner <laughs> everybody says that bro I get, i get that same exact feedback i bet you do yeah. i, bet I you didn't do. know that about myself i should have done yes. it sooner <laughs> i wish i would have done this sooner yeah. don't be that guy that goes to nima marcus and puts a pair of 750 louis vuitton shoes <laughs> on the credit card but don't want to pay 300 for a mentorship Don't be yeah. that guy. Going back to his roommate's house. Exactly. <laughs> Don't be that guy. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I have a mentor. I'm sure you have a mentor. It's, it's so much easier. Like if I have any questions about like social media stuff, I go to, I, I go to Morphet. He knows and he's done what I'm trying to do. Like I'm not very social media savvy. I know he is. So he provides that value. And there is that one connection in every single aspect of whatever you want to do. There is somebody that has that value to provide to you. I have a quote so, for that. 
What is that? It's, it's some of your strengths are my weaknesses and some of your weaknesses are my strengths. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and I think it's so funny, just like we talked about, like people are like, oh, you pay for coaching? Like, Michael Jordan pays for coaching. for coaching. Not just for hundreds of dollars or no, those are whatever. Yeah, you're talking thousands and thousands, hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars. And, and you think somebody's trying to scam you out of 50 bucks? Like, no, like that's the, that's the exact mindset that is keeping you exactly where you are, right? Limiting beliefs, thinking scarcity. I yeah. cannot afford this. Yes, you can afford that because you spent five hundred dollars on the club two weeks ago. So you can sure <laughs> afford a five hundred dollar coaching program. Exactly. You just don't want to. Like Jim Ron said, if you really want it, you'll find a way. If you don't, you find an excuse. Remember before how people used to be scared to be like, oh, I have a therapist or, oh, I'm going to therapy. Yeah. Now everybody's like, hey, I got, I got a therapist. Now they're promoting yeah. that shit. You know? <laughs> Evolution. So, so eventually people are going to be, you know, and it's getting there. People are starting to realize and they're starting to decipher. They're starting to break through all the fake quantity of, of all this stuff. And they're realizing that the people that we're talking about who are those fake accounts, fake people who are just chasing the money, those are the people who kind of learned it, whether on the internet or through books, but they don't have the real life experience to tie it together. See, like that's the difference between us. We have the book smarts, we have the degrees, the background, and we have the real world life experience. The biggest scarcity in people right now is life experience. We have tons of life experience tons and the best part they're completely different so with that life experience tied with your tied with that education that right there those are the type of coaches you want to hire because they they've read about it they've seen it and they applied it not just that but they've reflected and optimized it for you (laughs) yeah and the approachability too one thing that people don't realize how important it is if you dm right now dean graziosi tony robbins any of those big guys you are not talking to them. No. They have social media managers. Or AI. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, or an algorithm, or yeah. like some sort of like- Auto responses. <laughs> yeah. Like any of those big guys, yeah. you are not gonna be talking to them. The fact that you can DM Morphe or DM me, and you are going to be talking to us, we are approachable like you can reach like directly to us directly to the source Mm -hmm. that's a huge advantage i don't know for how long you're gonna have it because eventually i'll probably have a social media manager too but (laughs) take advantage (laughs) of it yeah i already got the marketing team i already got the strategies i'm telling you it's going it's gonna be bigger and bigger and you see we're going through the process we're going through the exact process that people are scared to take and we're yeah. physically mentally emotionally spiritually we're going through it right now and we're figuring out okay this didn't work but now at least i know that doesn't work but step one and two work for it i'm going to take that to the next thing and then i'm going to apply it to the next thing and then i'm going to write about it and then i'm going to reflect on it and then i'm going to remember it and put it into a program so that other people can jump these three steps that i had to go through and people don't realize too that the more knowledge we acquire because we are as high performing people we are always again chasing that best version of ourselves 
We are mm -hmm. always learning new things constantly, yeah. constantly. So the more knowledge, the more value we can provide, but that value is attached to money. So people don't understand like, oh, why is this coach so expensive? Well, that person has been acquiring knowledge for, you know, the last 10 years. So he's- Collecting data. Exactly, exactly. His value is directly correlated to his knowledge. Like, very funny, when I started uh, the beginner investor group, the uh, chat room, I was charging $30 a month, three zero, $30 a month. 10 months down the road, it's now $75 a month. It's funny to me to see people that got in the group at $30 a month and they left and they come back and now they pay $75 a month. There's a bunch of people in the chat room that they joined day one that I opened and they are still here. And most of them don't really need to be here. They are here for the community. They are here for this, the, the support, stuff like that. Not for the Because you're like-minded. Because you, yeah, you don't have that anywhere else. You we, can't go to have, the bar, yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. We have fun. We support each other. When it, it's a bad day, you got people to talk to that understand what's happening. The, the amount of value is always going to be directly attached or directly related to the cost. You will always, if you want more, you want somebody more experienced, somebody bigger, you will have to pay more money. You don't You don't need to feel like, because this is the thing that hits the most people and it's all about their ego, right? Like this book, Ego is Your Enemy. When people are paying somebody to help them, they are being vulnerable. Yep. They are they are accepting the fact that that person either knows more, has more, is higher than, than, than yourself because you are paying them to show you. And that is, that is a huge hit on your ego. And any listener here, I recommend you right now, look it up on Amazon, Ego is Your Enemy. It's a great book. I'll post it on here. Yeah, it's a great book. And a lot of these things and a lot of these like taboos and stuff like that, it all comes down to ego. Because I don't want to accept the fact that you know so much more than me about this that I have to pay you for you to show me. People are not doing it mostly because of the money. People are doing it mostly because of their ego. It's, it goes way deeper than the money part. Because again, those same people spend three times that coaching fee on a nightclub that they can even remember what happened the following day. Mm -hmm. So they are like, oh, this is too expensive. But in reality, it's not about the money. It's never about the money. It's about the ego. It's about the pride. It's about admitting that somebody is better than you or something and you want to learn what they know. That's the part that stops most people from reaching out. Because they're still judging them. They don't exactly. have that gratitude. They don't have yeah. that life experience to know that life is different in other places of the world, that not everybody's the same, like here in the US, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Life experience, bro. Get that yeah. life experience. Go travel around, go meet different people. Military was a great place because you met all walks of life. Yeah. And you realize that, that there's different income brackets, there's different people, there's different common senses, there's different cultures, there's different everything. And that's what we, that's what we expose you to. That's what we teach yep. you.
Yep. Because you need to understand that. You need to realize the real world. Just 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 think just to, to close it up. Just think that whatever you are right now and what happened in the past, one first thing what happened in the past, stop worrying about that. Mm-hmm. Don't even look at it. You ain't going that way. You ain't going backwards. You're going forward. So forget about what happened in the past. There's nothing you can do to change that. Okay? That is wasted time. Just look at it that exactly. way. It's, 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 it's a wasted currency, something that you are not going to get back. But now reflect and know and understand that you have 100% control of what you can do starting right now. The moment that you're listening to this, you're watching this. Starting right now, you have full control of what you can do. And the possibilities are limitless. There is no limitations. All the limitations are right here. And you are building those those limitations yourself. You are putting those walls right in front of your face yourself. Nobody else is doing it. It's not the government. It's not society. <laughs> nobody else. You are doing it to yourself. And once you fully understand that, that you are the one that controls your thoughts, your life is just going to change. There are a lot of people, more of it myself, that can help you get from point A to Z a little faster than if you take the, the journey all yourself. Never be embarrassed or never be ashamed of reaching out for help. Because at the end, that's that's all it is. It's, we are helping people, we're trying to help people. There is so much more that you can be. There is so much more that you can do. And you are choosing not to. Again, it's a choice. You are personally choosing not to. You keep telling yourself these pretty lies when you should be telling yourself the ugly truth. Those ugly truths, they're not gonna feel nice, but you need to hear them from yourself. From yourself. The, the, the great thing about those sore spots is that they are always gonna be sore unless you personally recognize them and work on them yourself. Once once you identify those trouble areas, those sore spots, that's when they ain't gonna be sore no more. That's when your confidence is gonna go up. That's when you're gonna feel better about yourself, when you're gonna start moving towards those goals, killing those goals, like get that drive. Once you work on yourself at a deep level through self-honesty, to move forward, you need self-mastery. You need to master self. For you to be able to master self, you need self-honesty. What's going on, guys? My name is Israel Perez. I'm the founder and CEO of Beginner Investor Group. We are a stock market community for day traders. Uh, We trade stocks every morning, every day, Monday through Friday, as long as the market is open. And now I recently also started Easy Fit, which is going to be more of a fitness community, fitness coaching plan, helping people with nutrition. It's also going to be a little more than just fitness. It's also, I will also want to work with people on their mindset, helping people look better, feel better, feel more confident and more disciplined. So that's it. I'm excited to be here with you guys and let's, let's get it done. Yeah. Oh, you want me to just do it right now? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Whenever you're ready. Oh. <laughs> Action. <laughs> Action. You're, you're just like, all right. Oh. 
I was waiting for a bell or a buzzer. 